Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hello and welcome to a victorious, I guess you'll call it, Warriors All-82 podcast. Um, A spectacular performance by Steph Curry, a needed win for the Warriors, but um, something that's like, it's just like putting a little bit of deodorant on on something that really stinks. And (laughs) once the deodorant wears off, uh, the problems remain. Um, And we will get to, to a lot of the problems, but 116, 113 Warriors over the Kings. Four and, the Warriors are four and seven. They look like a four and seven team. Almost were a three and eight team. Uh, but Steph Curry, forty-seven points. He's a plus twenty in a game they win by three. Um, eight and eight, and uh, you know he's now averaging like thirty-two points per game on like fifty-two, forty-two, ninety-four shooting splits. I mean he, you know, is among the best players of the, of the first 10 games, you know, probably on the short list of maybe three, um, which is very important in the long run that, that he, you know, the elongated Steph Curry prime very much seems right in the middle. Uh, so, I mean, we probably should start there because he is one of the stories of the night. He was incredible. I mean, he was, it was, he's a once in a lifetime player and he is continuing to do this. It's before our eyes. It's been said before. This is, this is something very, very special that we are not going to see again. And this was yet another one. Uh, Draymond put it great, as Draymond tends to do. He's like, it was, he said, don't say it's the same thing as game four. But this was a game four of the finals against Boston kind of performance where he was just going to win this game. Now, it's a big difference than winning at a home on, in November against the Sacramento Kings than winning on the road in the NBA finals. We were down 2-1 in Boston. But... That he can still do this, that he had, that they needed every single freaking point of it, uh, and there was no one else who was going to do it for them. I mean, Wiggins hit a couple of big shots, no question, but this was all off of Steph Curry. Uh, it is something to note, to to understand, and and to realize he's going to keep doing this. It's just, I guess, the point is they can't keep doing this. Like this is not as. Uh, it's sustainable. This needs to be yeah, saved yeah, for yeah. Game Four yeah, against yeah, exactly, Memphis yeah. when you need a win. Exactly. Not yeah. this had the this had the feel of the play-in season, right? The two years ago when uh, it was incredible. It wasn't just tonight. The, this whole yeah. you know 
I guess, uh, 10, 11 game yeah. start has had the feel of that playing yeah. season. Like, it's Steph's going to save them or they're going to lose. And sometimes when Steph saves them, they're still going to lose because no one else is doing anything, uh, offensively at least. They've got some issues. It is pretty good, though, when you can just say, you know what, we got one of the all-time great players, of all, and, and he's just going to go win it for us. It's a LeBron kind of thing. It's like, I, the plus-minus was like LeBron-Cleveland plus-minus, right? Plus 20 with Steph, minus 17 without Steph. And that's just that's in 38 minutes with him and 10 minutes without him. They're minus 17. Uh, this is just, again, Steph Curry's on your team. You take it, and you get this win. But, man, it's not a great sign for the future. They know it. No one was trying to say anything otherwise. It was a relief. Maybe it's something that gets them past a little bit. But I was telling you this at halftime. I just think this is going to be like a Denver Nuggets good team or Utah Jazz good team. Where well, they're, just, great you, home, they're, they're great at home. Yeah, they're good at home and they're crappy on the road. And you see, you see why they're crappy on the road when they can barely win at home against the Kings. Well, you, to me, you already made a more apt comparison than that. The play-in season. You know, that was they were hovering around 500 that whole season and uh, had that late push to get like six games over, but then, you know, made themselves vulnerable as the seventh seed and didn't even make the playoffs. I'm not saying that's where this is going, but that is what, you know, they look like right now. Um, let's move past Steph. I mean, again, like, uh, you know, one of the stories of the league right now. Uh, but looking at their bench tonight, which, by the way, uh, was completely reconfigured from a, from a rotation that wasn't working into what was kind of an odd, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. mix tonight. But, I'm look, uh, well, I'm just going to go player by player quick. Jordan Poole plays 21 very forgettable silent passive, minutes. Passive yeah, three turnovers, which included another carry violation. He's minus 11, scores two points, one of four shooting, only takes four shots. Um, three assists, uh, you know, a couple fouls. Just He just... They started him in the second half over Looney, which was clearly a complete Jordan Poole-related decision because you're not breaking up the starting unit because it's not working because that's the only thing that is working on this team is the starting unit. But it was like it's so imperative for them to get Poole going that they started him. And, like, you know, they did start the second half well, but I wouldn't say the Poole. Yeah, I mean – and maybe it's to save Looney's legs a little bit because they knew they were going to have to I think it was just like, hey, Jordan, maybe, you know, does this feel better bit. to start? Yes, I don't know. yes, yes. And it, it didn't really get much production out of him. Uh, and defensively, he's not good. They, these are, and it, by the way, how many times was he getting, driving into the middle and then turning around and dishing out? Like, he just didn't feel good confident getting to the rim and this is not against a great shot blocking team by the way it's, it's Sabonis in the middle you know it's whoever Chemezi and, met yeah, I know that it, it was really passive I thought Poole was really passive and you know he can make mistakes and you know can be all critical of him when he does make mistakes it's better to make mistakes when you're trying to do stuff than to not do stuff at all and he didn't do much tonight and that's a problem yeah, and he, you know he's kind of the common thread uh, from this struggling second unit in the first eleven games. He's not coming out of the rotation, but he is. You know he's had some really nice moments within the eleven games, but overall has you know Steve Kerr used the word funk tonight. He's in a funk. Um, we'll see. You know even asking Steph about it, he made sure he you know referred to last year's playoffs last year's season like it is a guy to at least the veterans who has proven himself he better because they uh paid him how much 123 million dollars like yeah they better believe he's gonna get out of this yeah um but let's move on to the other parts of the bench which tonight uh the second most minutes played on the bench can you guess who was second uh would that be anthony lamb that maybe? would be two-way player anthony <laughs> lamb who uh by the way like wasn't even in camp like this isn't just like a long time 
two-way player. Uh, now jumped over Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody in the in the rotation. Theory well, possibly. Who do, who knows? But, okay, uh, uh, who was second on in minutes tonight on the bench? Jerome. That's Jerome. Another <laughs> two-way player uh, played eleven they were minutes. They're on the court together a lot together. Two-way yes. guys, and they did not play James Wiseman. They did not play Jamichael Green, and they did not play Jonathan Kaminga in the in the second half. Uh, they they played, didn't play uh, Moses Moody until there was like six yeah, minutes left in the like, second quarter. These court. guys are ahead of them again. It's yeah. a I assume it's a temporary fix, but they do do stuff that Kerr likes, right? They move the ball. They don't screw up. Uh, they can, you know, well, Lamb, me... Lamb can't really dribble, but Jerome can take a dribble, make a run or whatever. They're not good players. They're two-way players. But fascinating that that's who Kerr is leaning on in a game that he said they had to win. They had to win this game, and they're going with Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome over lottery picks. Uh, this is fascinating. Uh, and Ty Jerome, a nice minus 22 in 11 minutes tonight. Uh, Anthony Lamb missed all three of his threes. Had five rebounds. He had a couple. Yeah, interesting couple you know, putbacks. So, also, you know, uh, he had the one split cut action where he passes to Curry. It was an and one three. It, you know, that part of it got wiped yeah. out, but it was still a big Curry three. Um, but you, you alluded to it. To me, the bigger story is, like, who's not playing? Uh, which is DMP for James Wiseman. They the, playing DMP. Right? Yes, you it was. You could tell. I was actually surprised by the Jermichael Green DMP, but you know, part of this is they want to be mobile. They want to be smaller. Um, so that seems like it's going to continue at least for for another game or two. You know, they're about to have a few practices before Friday. Dante Divincenzo may be back by Friday. Andre Iguodala, there's hints, yeah, you know, yeah. about him maybe pretty soon. So there are other rotation options that that like you could just put Divincenzo and Iguodala in for Jerome yeah. and and Lamb. I mean, I think theoretically you could do that, but James Wiseman is out of the rotation. Like that's a pretty big deal, and I, you can see it. Kaminga's it's almost Kaminga or Wiseman. Well, it's, it's not just, both. It's, it's yeah. Kaminga and it's Kaminga now because when they're not, they're going to play some other centers who aren't Looney and Draymond. And right now. That might be Kaminga. I mean, against the right matchups, I think Kaminga's more of a five than he is a three, and those minutes are going to come from somebody. They're coming from James Wiseman. And James Wiseman played himself to this point. Yep. You know, this isn't like, hey, we want to give Kaminga a shot. It's more like, uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways they, they looked at all the numbers with James Wiseman and, you know, the eye test and where Jay, particularly in that Orlando game, the frustration that boiled over for James Wiseman, and it just feels like a moment where they just are, need to settle it down, kind of, you know, get him out. Like, get him. So you much know. pressure on him. I'm not as tough on him as most people, including Anthony Slater. Uh, I don't think he's been the reason. And I think tonight we saw they stunk without that bench was horrendous without him. It clearly was not just James Wiseman. And I'm going to say it's more on Jordan Poole because he's a more proven player. He's a ball in his hands. But yes. To get them playing better, you're not taking Jordan Poole out of, out of the rotation. You take James Wyatt out of the rotation, who might not, ju- who doesn't fit with some of these guys, and that's problematic down the road. And it's problematic now. I think they're going to try to have to figure this out. He's going to have to play at some point, but I understand why you don't play him. It's either him or Kaminga, really. And I would rather them. You know, I, I agree that Kaminga is should get the minutes. Only got nine of them tonight, but I wanted to get to that because. You know, he's really kind of hyped up Kaminga for a couple days now, and he plays him nine minutes in the first half, got got him in early, and, you know, Kaminga's a minus 17 in those nine minutes. Um, but he had a nice driving dunk, misses two threes. I don't know if you even like him taking those two threes. I didn't think he was 
good, but I didn't think he was bad. I, you know, why not go back to him? Why you know, Anthony Lamb spaces the floor a little bit more in a more threatening way to the Kings, I'm sure, although he went 0-3 from 3. Like, like, why is it Lamb instead of Kaminga in the no, second I half? Did, I did not understand. Or why was it Lamb over Moody? You know, I, I, I was going to get to yeah, Moody, yeah, who, yeah. who only played nine yeah, minutes. I, I don't quite understand that, other than I think Kirk just thought he was hot from three last game. I'm going to play him, and he's going to, you know, dig out some rebounds maybe. Uh, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, I, I Maybe some not so subtle signaling to the to the lottery picks that you know the minutes are wake not, up yeah your minutes are not guaranteed if you ever thought they were they are not uh i think kaminga does stuff again they could be bad stuff but he, he he is an active commission guy right he's a go i'm gonna go do something and it might be horrible and it might be good and you hope in the balance it turns out it's good hasn't always been the case it certainly mostly hasn't been the case in his entire career so far but he does other things i think that are very interesting that drive was incredible the, the, the drive and dunk was incredible stuff that they can dig out points i always talk about tough twos he can go get just tough some tough dudes uh and yet they went to anthony lamb for a long so long and then kept going to him and took him out and put him back in and then took him out and put him back in i, I thought it was weird i can't imagine that's what the way it's going to stay but I think, you know, when you're searching, when you're reaching for combinations, when you just don't know, and they clearly just threw out their rotation sheet in the second half and just played by gut, uh, maybe the guys who make a ton of errors like Kaminga and Wiseman are the ones, the first ones to go. But Kerr did say Kaminga's still in the rotation. He's not out of the rotation. That would be something, right? If Anthony Lamb was in the rotation for good and, and Jonathan Kaminga wasn't and Wiseman wasn't, Oh, boy. Uh, I don't think Kerr's going to get there, but we'll see. Maybe at some point. And Moody, you know, does barely plays in the first half. Would play like last three minutes of the first half and then played, a, you know, a couple stints in the second half. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. I asked Curry about it. Like, the, the, how different is this? You've had these these middle career journeymen that have been so important to, to championship teams. GP2, you know, JTA. We can go with David, whatever. We, there's been these guys who've been the glue with all the superstars at the top, the guys at the bottom, and there's these important middle career guys, and they don't have them. They don't have them on this team. They built it this way. They've got the lottery picks there instead. Even Chenjo's been hurt. Jamalco Green's not been good. But they, they don't have that layer. And he said, yeah, it's definitely different. Like, it's definitely different. And they just have to believe in the talent. He goes, you know, he did say that we're a talented team. That, that, that's, there's talent on this roster. He didn't say this, but I'll, like, it, right now it doesn't fit together. And it really felt awkward tonight because the, the only good stuff that happened in the game happened because of starters, right? There was there, that's it. The only good stuff happened with the starters and everything else bordered on terrible when even a couple of starters were out and they were mixing and matching with the starters and the backups and that was terrible uh they got they've got a lot of wild discrepancies between the units and i don't know how that comes together i don't know exactly how that fits he had bench 108 from three um like who was good on like who was good on the bench 
you would say that uh, you know Kaminga had the dunk, you know moment that we're talking about. But again, they're minus seventeen in his nine minutes. Let's talk about Moody. They're only minus one in Moody's nine yeah. minutes. Um, I think Moody, you know, can be a little overly aggressive at times offensively. You know, searching for his shot when the hope is he was he you know he's supposed to kind of be this three and D ball mover a little bit more. Um, his perimeter defense, uh, as much as they'd love it for for it to be you know Gary Payton or anywhere near that, it's not. He's he, fouling now, by the way. You know, he's fouling. Yeah, yeah, he's fouling partly because like he he you know he views himself. Hey, I'm a, a long term like I'm a very good defensive player, and I, I you know he's getting blown by a little bit. Lateral quickness has always been a question mark with him. Um, so I think there are reasons why he's more on the fringe of the rotation than expected. But at the same time, like, to me it's weird because it's like, you know, he doesn't play the first 16 minutes of the first half. And you're like, okay, they must not be necessarily that happy with him. And then suddenly it's like he's in the closing unit. And it's like – and you're like, you know what? He's a trusted piece of this. He – like – couldn't you just argue he should be getting like twenty? Like he should just be penciled in every night, twenty minutes a night at least. He fits every. Like, is there a lineup yeah. combination where you, where you're like, ah, he doesn't fit in this one? Like, no, not really. It it is weird to me how there's Lamb could get minutes. Moses Moody should get minutes ahead of him. Like, I mean, that's what yeah, there's. I agree with you. He's not Kaminga. Where like, oh, okay, it doesn't really fit. Like. He, he can fit with guys. Every, I, there's I, not a lineup he doesn't fit. I've been meaning to ask someone, you know, even, privately or whatever, like, is he just getting cooked in practice or something? Like, there's got to be a reason that Kerr has basically had him at the end of the bench for a lot of the season. Started the season yeah. getting a DMP. Exactly. Like, there's, maybe he's, there's some issues he's having. Only thing I can notice in games, like, talk about the fouling. And also, he's like he gets himself in the trouble because he's not very quick with the dribble. He'll take two dribbles and then he gets stuck. And then there's defense swarming him, and then he doesn't know what to do, and there's a little panic there. He's not a good finisher. He's not explosive. Uh, you know, he's not a playmaker. But he does other stuff. He's not, by yeah. the way, he's not an empty in those categories. No. He can sneak a finish in. He can make a pass. He can't. You know, he's gonna hit threes when he's open. Um, but part of that, I think, is like. You know, he searches it out more than maybe the reputation suggests. Yeah. You know, he uses possessions out there more than, yeah. you know, a guy in his situation and a guy who, you know, typically you, you would think would use them. But at the same time, I don't – I mean, we watch it from this outsider view, and but tonight you're sitting there like, you know, everything feels so shaky when bench got people are in. But honestly, like when Moody's in, you, like that feels like a stable yeah. – piece and that to me is where i'm a little confused because i'm like you know you can't find stable pieces right now and he kind of does at least feel somewhat like one yep and you know big you know can grab a rebound can guard just about anybody uh, is pretty smart it's it is befuddling we'll see it you know it's one game it's a couple games it's 10 games we'll see how this goes i i'm gonna jump us here and let's say i was watching looney a lot Man, that guy's a smart player. Like, when guys were, like, running off of screens and it was opposite side of the court and he'd notice it and somebody's breaking free and he'd slide two steps over and make sure that guy didn't get a free lane to the hoop. He would you know, move exactly to where the rebound was going. He'd, you know, knock Sabonis off so Steph could get the rebound. Remember that shot clock violation possession where, like, he, he probably guarded three people yep, on and yep. he, he ended by tipping, a, a I think it was a Sabonis shot away. Yep. Um, yeah, look, 13 rebounds tonight. He's a plus eight, 20 minutes. And how about him just like 
getting benched at halftime. Not because he like he's been their most effective plus minus player, but it was like, hey, we need to like get this struggling bench player going. So like sit on the bench. And I kinda asked him about it. He's like, I don't know. Steve just told me to go to the bench. So I was like, okay. And it's like he, you know, he, there's not many humans yeah, in the league that would be like, Yo, I'm playing so well. I'm so comfortable. Yeah. Like, why am I going to the bench? He was just like, Okay, that's got it. Yeah, and the guy who, by the way, who got 123 million dollars and and Kavon got what, like 14? You know, it, yeah. Yeah, it just I, I have been at times like, oh my god, Looney can't finish. My he's so slow. He Those is times are so gone. important. Uh, he's, like when he got in foul trouble in the first half, you're like, uh oh, like that's a problem. And I will be mean and say when Clay Thompson got in foul trouble, I was thinking that's not uh oh, that is not an uh oh at this point. Uh, he made some shots. I'm not ripping him here, but uh, six of eighteen. Yeah, there, there, there were a lot of shots he did not make, and I think they're just going to have to roll with that and see how that goes. But I'll say it's, you asked Steve Kerr about this: Is Jordan Poole his starting the second half a sign at all that you're thinking of starting him? Who would he? Who would he possibly start for, Anthony Slater, in your mind? Looney or Clay? Looney, would because be Looney. because on at center. Just yeah, and that. because I mean, you saw it tonight with Looney, but like Looney's so amendable uh, to to Clay you know might not be so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't think? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe and, and, and listen, and I also just... like it's if you were like replacing Clay with him, it would like. It would have to be a situation where, like, man, he's playing so much better. It's not like no, Poole's playing his way. You know, Clay, can you, we, we just need to get Jordan going. Can you sit for a little yeah. while? No. You know, because you, know like, you know who needs to get going? I need to yeah, get going. Yeah, yeah. And he has every right to say that. He's what he's done, and he's actually been better than Poole anyway and been great, and, he, and Clay will say that. But he has been better than, than Jordan, and he plays better defense, and his big body is important in there. By the way, when they do this, like, uh, they go that small. Uh, Wiggins is a power forward and Clay is a small forward. Like, that's small. That, that, it isn't just small at center. It's small everywhere. But it does quicken the game up. It does, you know, you can do it against Sabonis. You know what else? Sabonis is not a good post player. He's just not. And 19, 14, and yeah, 6 from like, DeMontis what, what tonight. What shooting? What did he shoot? Yeah, nice little 6 of 15. Yeah, it's just like he's just not comfortable there when you just muscle him. Like, even, like, Wiggins was leaning on him a little bit. So, let's – and there's not, as you've said many times, there's not that many post players you really have to worry about. But when you do – this is going to be an interesting lineup if they're going to go that way. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're playing post-big men on Friday, but their next game against the Cavs is a big lineup. You know, we're talking Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. But in general, you can do, like, they're just a team searching for regular season wins right now. They're trying to crawl past the Sacramento Kings, who, by the way, the Kings are on the fourth game of a tiring four-game road trip. Kings beat Ryder. Slater. Slater. Kings beat Ryder. I mean, I'm just trying to set the stage where they were just, you know, they went Charlotte, uh, Miami, Orlando played an overtime game in their last game in Orlando. Flew cross country. Have not gone like they they went home tonight. They had not been home since mm. since their Florida trip. Like this was leg four of a four game road trip. I was coming in and I I said it publicly. I was like I think the Warriors are gonna wax them tonight. Like it's set up. You know how there's like you know, there's those type of games per every year. You're like you know schedule loss. Yeah, and they didn't. Um, so <laughs> you know Monk. Kept them in it. Hey, Jaron Fox played well. I mean, you know, they Jaren got some Fox guys, has yeah. been really good. They got some guys who are who have some talent. There's no question about it. Uh, but 
this was not this is not where you, the Warriors want to be is living and dying at home after a 0 and 5 road trip how about this and barely barely surviving at home against the Kings how about this in regulation 40 Andrew Wiggins minutes 36 Draymond Green minutes 38 Clay Thompson minutes and 38 Steph Curry minutes and then just like yeah the two the two way minutes off the bench yeah. i mean it's like it is yeah, it's jigsaw puzzle time where there's some pieces missing and they're just jamming stuff in there. Uh, Got to win. Life goes on. Can you imagine if they lost this game and they're three and eight? I mean, and they got three days off and then a good Cavaliers yeah, yeah, team and, coming. You know, I think that's going to be a rough game. It, it would be very, very tense time. But I think they understand. There's underlying issues. They're not hiding from that. Uh, we'll, we'll see how they figure it out, but. This was uh, this was Steph Curry save us, and he can do that. He can do that as much as anybody in the league. Remember all that talking. Okay, he's not a guy who can go out and win you a game. He's like, uh, and I hate to be a homer here, but I've seen him do this many, many, many times, and he, where he's been the singular reason why the Warriors have won a lot of games, and some of them have been huge. So uh, I, I was that was life in my head. Where like he's not the guy who can just physically dominate. He can, yeah, he can go do this. And you're going to win a game. Yeah, you know, and I feel like he's going to get really mad. By the way, when he didn't get a foul call, <laughs> that was as bad as I've seen him in a while. Yeah, and again, you know, I feel like he kind of admitted to it, um, but it was like that was pent up frustration. Like, let's wake this team up. Let's yeah. wake myself up. He like, said that. like, yeah, it could be like the meme and zero and five. I think that had built up too, and. Uh, you know, I'm sure he there were some probably some calls he thought he should have gotten on the road trip, uh, and I don't even think that was that egregious a, a non-call. I, I think that was barely a foul if it was a foul. But he's he's allowed to get mad, and he's got right in the, in the ref's face, and it was an automatic technical. There's no way that was going to be anything but a technical foul. Yeah, I mean, like you know, almost could get tossed. Yeah, almost really, really, almost could, but whatever. Um, uh, we will talk. I think by Thursday we we're talking about doing a plus minus. So. Uh, we'll talk later in the week where I think everybody needs to sit with with what's going on for, yeah, for a couple We're going to do another days. podcast, by the way, without any more games. What are we doing here? We shouldn't have talked so much. But, oh, well, we got a little bonus content. Here I think go. I think this game needed a podcast <laughs> considering, I mean, you're the rotation king. And, and, and have you ever been as confused? Know, as, like, well, Anthony Lamb's coming back again? What the hell? What is happening here? I think I wrote it down. Like, underlined, Anthony Lamb, Anthony Lamb, Anthony Lamb. It was unbelievable. Oh, man. All right. We'll talk to you later in the week. Omaha. Omaha.